0: Shit. The podcast. You. Yeah. How are you? Oh, good, man. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That was the intro. That's the noon intro. I beat. always
1: say good. I think everyone does. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm all right. You're all right. Yeah. I yeah. wouldn't say I'm good. I'm all right. What yeah. about you? I'm great.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You've had a Wi Fi guy around your house. You've been flirting with him all day. <laughs> uh, yeah. My Wi Fi is stronger than ever, boy. Yeah. Well, well, as strong as it can be in a new build. <laughs> yeah, depending on price. your provider. Yeah. Yeah. I like your cat, man. Getting him back into Dunhill. Like, Dun- Dunhill. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Massive into expensive pens.
0: Yeah. I'm actually into Rothman's hoodies.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although some people wear a lot of Marlborough clothing.
0: Yeah. 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 That's true. They're, yeah. I've, they're the sort of people that wear like a Piaggio leather, leather jacket. Yeah. And Ferrari trainers.
1: Oh, I've got a joke leather jacket in here. Shall I get it? it? Yeah. Could get you? it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No one can see it, but it's not mine. Oh, okay, let's see it. I might wear it for the whole podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what? hey, that's kind of hard. BMW Castrol leather jacket. It's white and blue and quite oh, tight. Yeah. Where'd you get that from? It's
1: my, uh, it's my girl's mum's old uh, motorbike jacket.
0: Wow, she's a biker. Apparently so. Yeah. Nice. You kind of yeah. look like um. It's quite rigid though. You look like a Neutrino in the 90s.
1: Maybe I can uh, wear it to a corrupt FM thing. Yeah, yeah
0: that'd be sick. Yeah, but yeah. You take that, you're going
1: to have to take that off, mate. Right, that's Why? hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's BMWs, cars, that's my
0: sort of thing, is My it? sort of thing, yeah. I'll tell you someone that does wear leather jackets in some of his roles. Oh, go on. It's today's guest. Oh, ah, yeah. good. Today's guest is someone very special. Someone who started their journey on the big screen through the medium of high-grade lyrical capabilities. Mm, Rap. Exactly. Started out as a rapper. Yeah. Someone who started from humble beginnings and took his talent to Hollywood, inspiring a nation, showing that anything is possible to some people. Mm. If I was to say to you, ill manners, you'd say... Plan B. But it's not Plan B. And if I was to say to you, the Sweeney, you'd say... UK TV gold, sort of. Yeah, no, the, the newer one. Okay. Film. If I was right. to say to you, Game of Thrones, you'd say, Oh, dragons. If I was to say to you, Deadpool, you'd say,
1: Oh, quicker, quicker. fucking
0: blood everywhere. Exactly. If I was to say to you, gorgeous fucking bastard with chiseled features, you'd say, <sighs> I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's the rapper, the actor, the writer, the director, the freelance martial arts enthusiast, man like Ed Skrine. <laughs> Should we should we start the podcast? Yeah, yeah.
2: This is nothing more
0: than an intro. What's
3: happening? There he is. Hey. Hey, you yeah. look got the proper professional setup, and I'm out yeah, you. Yeah. Hey, yeah,
0: yes. Oh, yeah. and the t-shirt's hard. I got the white one. Oh man, you know what? It's the hoodie. Is what
3: is what I really wanted. But um, yeah, I don't need any more hoodies, man. I'm still even got my corrupt FM ones, lads yeah hey. what's going on with these earbuds sorry fellas yo can you hear us i've now lost you i can't hear you
0: let me try something quick here, sometimes hugo's wi-fi fucks with everyone is
3: that right i blame you yeah, yeah just blame me fine <laughs> all right <wicked. laughs> blame me for anything i mean yeah yeah that's yeah. my life where do i start yeah. man that was you as well was it <laughs> yeah oh, yeah, yeah. anytime hell.
1: you're in trouble drama just say it's my fault <laughs>
3: Yeah, all right, good. At least I have got someone to blame.
1: Now. Yeah, yeah. I've got all the Lahaine hoodies. All right. <laughs> I've bought all of them. And I'm not yeah. sharing.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, what are you saying though, man? How are you? I'm all right, bruv.
3: I'm alright. I'm all right. Um, yeah, I don't know where to start, man. It's you know, everything's a bit mad, isn't it? It's it's um difficult to answer that question. It's a funny time know, to yeah. even ask someone, how are you? It's like, yeah, bruv, but... I'm alive.
2: Yeah. yeah, counting my
3: blessings. I'm I'm cautiously optimistic about the future, but at the same time, it's like
0: it is what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think we've had to learn to like roll with the punches, and you just never know at the moment. But are you? Mm-hmm. Uh, what part of the world are you in? You at home? You? Uh, mm, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I'm in Clapton. Yeah, yeah, the Yeah, for me, isn't it? Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. So yeah, man, I've, I've been here for um, the whole duration. Yeah, yeah, which is a blessing. You know what I mean? To have the marshes, to have all of the green greenery green yeah. spaces that we've got it is what it is man i mean yeah just so many phases and stages to this shit in it
0: what about work-wise have you just uh have you been on a break sort of thing or have you been still been doing little bits and bobs
3: what was really interesting i would say is when it first happened you know from like march 19th 20th or whatever it was last mm. year not even because of covid that basically serendipitously coincided with two big kind of Uh, fuckeries outside of um, you know family just stuff Mm. you know people dying and just shit like that right yeah so I was not for six that from March I was just in straight up protection mode survival mode and I got like six weeks into it and I thought to myself oh my god I haven't even thought about anything creative Mm. for about two months or something I thought hang on a minute when was the last time in my life I didn't think anything creative, whether it's music, writing, acting, directing, painting, anything, you know, I was like, I mean, I I didn't have the capacity to to do that. It was just basically just holding, holding down a kind of paternal position um, to protect the people around me and, 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 and to try and look after people. Be strong enough for them but was like broken myself so it was like it was a tough it was a tough time but anyway all that to say that kind of made me realise like hmm should I be being creative mm. like is you know that whole guilt thing that I think a lot of people felt yeah. last year you know what yeah. I mean I didn't learn Mandarin I didn't I weren't making <laughs> sourdough yeah. you know I didn't write that script I didn't write the yeah. feature yeah. you know what I mean or the yeah. memoirs yeah. Um, <laughs> and they would have been fucking bleak if I did write them there <laughs> but yeah like after that it started sp- you know, sparking me off a little bit. And then I got to like the summer and I was like, yeah, you know, obviously like the numbers, things, the world started seeming like like it wasn't going to end. And so I was able to start being more creative. And from the summer, I started picking up projects and um, I've been directing. The only work I've done over this whole period has been directing. I've done um, three projects, which I actually can't. I was thinking just now, I, was thinking, I can't really say anything about them. Yeah. Um, well, there's Which one, is great power, you know? Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, That's, it always sounds good as well. I've been working on a few things I can't talk about. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But there's, there's, there's the one. Was that your debut, uh, the short film that you dropped? Yeah, Little River Run. Yeah, as a director. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, that was incredible, man. Yeah. How, how was it? Thank you, bro. I mean, it's such a different, whole different thing to to acting, and like I guess in a good way, you've got all the control yourself, but like. In another way, you've got so much this all on you, sort of thing. Yeah, pressure. Like, how, how was that?
3: Yeah, it's very different, huh? Very, very different, man. Um, I suppose I went from being like the pretty maitre d in front of the house, just having banter with people. Exactly. The, and then just going home yeah. to like being the owner yeah. and just looking at the balance books, going, fuck. Yeah, you know, yeah, I'm yeah, going yeah, yeah. to do this, having to sack people and all that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was. It was. It was eye opener. I mean, I remember I finished it and. We shot for three days in um, East and North London. Mm-hmm. And when I got to the end of it, I said to my missus, I'm more tired from that three days than I've ever been from any shoot I've ever done. And I've obviously done like, four month shoots that were mad physical, all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's nothing compared to directing because it's the... The amount of things you have to think about. The thinking, it's the fucking thinking. You don't get to go and sit and sit and have a coffee. You know what I love yeah. about being yeah. on set, set life is, like messing around, yeah. chatting, banter with the runners, with the makeup artists, with the camera operators, like, you mm. know, yeah. and just like getting to know people, clicking and, and, and all of that, there's, but you know, there's very little time for that. Saying that, the reason I did Little River Run was, first of all, because I just kind of had a creative urge to do it, and it was inspired by um, another person dying, which is kind of bleak and, and, uh, and all that, but is the reality. Misery is amused, as they say, and maybe even if it weren't misery, um, you know, intense emotions are <clears throat> certainly amused. So I was like, I had this urge to do it. And I was like, let me try it because I want to know if I enjoy it, which has always been the kind of selfish drive through all of my creative work. I do it for me, man. Yeah, I'm not yeah. doing this for anyone else.
0: But, but, um, but that's, that's the best way to do it because then you put your all into it and then it is for everyone else. Do you know what I mean? You'll only mm-hmm. care about it if if, uh, if it's something you enjoy, do you know what I mean? And then and then that reflects on on the work and, and it's the I feel like it's the best way.
3: I feel like it's like we're in a an economy of emotions, whether we're painting, whether we're producing, whether we're spitting, whether we're Um, acting, whatever. It's it's an economy of emotion, so it's about conveying emotions. It's like, you know, when you hear Getz verse, Mm -hmm. um, Koji Radical, something like that, or, Mm -hmm. you know, when you see a Basquiat painting or certain things, it's like, Mm -hmm. it it will make you feel so much because they felt so much.
0: Exactly. You know? So
3: it has to be about them. And it's like, I don't have to be, you know, I don't have to even have to relate to what Getz is saying to feel his truth. Yeah. Yeah. It feels true and it feels honest. So, So, yeah, so it was like, one, do I enjoy it? And two, am I even half good at it? Mm. And um, yeah, it was just not shit. <laughs> and basically I come out the other end of it and I was like, yeah, I'm not shit. And I fucking loved it. Um, so then from there, it's just been about consolidating. And, um, you know, when I'm on set, I'm like, fuck, man, this is nuts. Like I, I've i been getting the training for the maddest training for this. Life. I've been a part of so many sets. and been on the front line of so many sets from, Little Danish movies, the big American ones, to mm. this, to that, and the other. Mm. That it's like I'm like, That was an incredible education. I was so lucky. I didn't really realize at the time I was learning what I was learning. Soaking it yeah. and it's it's coming in handy now. Yeah. And there's a lot to learn, but I'm 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 on the path now. And this this is this is the, this is the other flex and hustle for the next is ten the wave, years yeah. or whatever. Yeah. This is the wave now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, quote Cass, yeah. this is the wave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's hard, man. And and I suppose um, learning on the job, soaking it all in, even subconsciously, mm. and then starting with, with like a short film as well so you, you know you can put your all into it as well. It's all mm. part of the training ground, really, isn't it?
3: Yeah, man. And also it's like, if I think about like my last five movies, I was playing a fucking guy from New Orleans. I was playing a guy from Staten Island. Mm. I was playing a fucking guy with horns and wings from fucking <laughs> there. And I was playing a, New Jersey pilot from 1940s. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, what I love about that is I get to travel uh, internally and, yeah. and I get to, like, go to all these places. However, this is not what's sympathetic to the life and the emotions and those stories that I know growing up. My yeah. community is not reflected in these works. Not from that world. I'm not from that world. So it makes, you know, the wonderful thing like, about being an actor is you get to learn more about yourself by being these other people. Mm But I want to explore. I want to tell our stories, you know, Mm -hmm. which which is which is what I love so much about what you lot did is like I was like, that's my story, you know. You lot are literally the kappa jacket. Like Steve's dressed like my mate Ahmed, you know. (laughs) And it's like the the annoying thing is my mates are like, yeah, if that was us, you'd be MC Grinder. I'm like,
1: (laughs) you know what's um, what's mad is I I was working with Ben Plan B, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. our mate Ben. And um, he was telling me about ill manners and um, about about you actually, and because he had a yeah. time, yeah. And at the time, he had like a idea.
3: So when when was this? You were working with him before we did ill manners?
1: No, it was after. It was like right. probably about four or five years ago. And um, right, okay. And I didn't tell him this, but I then went home and watched ill manners, and it's fucking amazing. And I just couldn't believe that it was all real and like you know, that he encouraged people that where he's from to trust in him and he trusted in you guys and I, I proper rated that about him. And he obviously had an eye and he does have an eye for talent and you're definitely someone that he spotted that he knew 100%. was amazingly talented
0: and pushed. That's really important, man, yeah.
3: Yeah. That trust thing is beautiful, isn't it, you know? It's such a scary thing to enter a new medium and it's such a scary thing to do fucking anything. Yeah. You
1: know? Yeah. No, definitely.
3: I know everyone look at you look like you're all mad confident and that but I know you lot will be bricking it and having imposter syndrome and yeah. all that. Oh and man. Left, right, yeah. centre. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I'm winging so, it
1: now. Yeah. 100%, right percent.
3: Yeah. yeah. Literally. It's still feeling like yeah, but they were wrong with their compliments, weren't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, you yeah. Know yeah. What I mean? If you really knew yeah. how shit I was, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. You, know, you saw me. Yeah. You should see the rushes that got cut, you know. Um, <laughs>
1: yeah, I was petrified, man.
3: But the trust thing is beautiful, you know? And it's like, what you just said is that Ben kind of got us trusting him. Yeah, it's like, we just, we did trust him. You know, things just worked out so perfectly. There's like, you know, me and Ben met when was like 15, community studio in Camden with like, Faith SFX.
0: Oh see. Yeah. Lady yeah. Nye. Yeah.
3: Um, True Tiger. Startup gang. Yeah, there was enough people. Amir from Rudimental. enough enough people was in enough people was knocking about that studio. And um he just had this clarity and this insight that I just didn't have. You know what I mean? I was just a loose cannon. I was nuts. I was on autopilot. My autopilot was able to get me into rooms and stuff. Mm. I couldn't hold stuff down. I had no like oversight, an overview, an overstanding of, of, of the situations that I was in that I completely have now. thats come with age and fatherhood, mm-hmm. you know, I just didn't have that. Ben was born with that. Ben was a fucking mm. teenager. and We was there at 15. He's going, nah, this is what we're going to do. I'm <laughs> yeah. going to do it. And I've written this fucking script. And I'm thinking, you're nuts. Bro. Like, you yeah, yeah. we? we're just shitheads from fucking <laughs> <laughs> North East London. Yeah. Like, what do you mean you're, you wrote a script? Like, yeah. first of all, yeah. it's amazing you even wrote it. How does yeah. one even write a script? How do, yeah. People exactly. don't write scripts. You know? Like, bruv,
2: yeah.
0: bruv, I always say this as well. When, when me and Hugo, like, we're just sorry to interrupt, we had these characters that were, they were just voices, you know, like when you used to fuck around, right? And and we told Steve about these voices and he was like, yeah, maybe we, maybe we write something and we film it. And same thing. I was like, in my mind, first thing I thought was, no one actually does anything. People don't they write talk about film People shit, don't do you mad it. Like, How do you even yeah. get, yeah, exactly. That. How the Grow fuck would you even Steve. do that? Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> But I yeah, know, it's like a naive dreamer, yeah, you know, yeah, be, realist, yeah. be realistic and, um, and you know, I'm off to go and work at like the local leisure centre, yeah, which, yeah, is, yeah, which actually, was my life, you know what I mean? Right. And so he was like this, had this drive that was this personality that we could, that we all could buy into and believed in and he was incredibly talented, you know, um, but then what happened was he kind of blew up, blew up, so he was the first one of us to blow up. So we also had this kind of aspirational thing It's like, we always had this notion that like, oh, I'm going to blow whatever that means. I'm going to make yeah, it yeah. whatever that means. But now we actually had a blueprint for that because Ben was like, we were there, you know, all of his shit, I was the faceless person behind him mm. with him there backstage, just, you know, doing whatever, messing around. And, um, you know, Glastonbury main stage and all that, just the anonymous guys in the back. So it was really... It was amazing. It was amazing to watch him go through that. But what it meant is like, first of all, he got the clout that we could get the money Mm -hmm. to make that movie. And when I say money, 150 grand. Yeah, That's how much we shot your manners for.
0: That's wild.
3: We went to the edit and it was a fucking shit show. So Strickland Banks blew up. So then we're able to get to double our money. Get another 150 grand, yeah. right? Yeah. Which we were like, oh my, another 150 <laughs> yeah, grand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> and then the next year, yeah, in 2010, we went back, we shot the reshoot. And so Ben had this platform, which meant that when, uh, when it came out, all of his like notions of kind of social philanthropy and, 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 and such and what he wanted to do with the charity, each one teach one and everything, many had a platform for it. So it meant that not only were we able to be grizzled, and to be ourselves and to be proper us in the same way that you lot are us, yeah? We were able to be us that we could rock all of our, we wearing all of our normal clothes, it's talking, you know, halfway through, I remember someone going, do you think we're saying bruv too much? And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> I know, bruv, but let's just yeah, carry, yeah. you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, we were able to represent us, Yeah. but Ben had put this kind of like, somehow been able to make it feel kind of conscious, you know, have this conscious message because he's a deep thinker. And then, you know, yeah. when it came out in the Guardian, Edwina Curry was saying that they should show this in the House of Lords. Wow. Wow! Yeah. And, and you know, there was all of this kind of talk and we were like, this is nuts. You know I mean? I was actually, I was in my son's bedroom today reading him some, some Biff and Chip and Kipper for all the dads nice. out there. Yeah.
1: yeah? yeah. And, you.
3: um... How old's your son? Uh, well, I got, I got three kids actually. I got a 10 year old, <laughs> three year old and a, and a, Newborn essentially. Oh wow, you're a busy man. Lockdown baby. Potent, yeah, I'm
0: busy. Very potent young man. I've won <laughs> and I'm knackered. Yeah,
3: trust me. <laughs> trust me, bro. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, and I see a photo of my missus and her sister at the Ill-Manners premiere, and I was like, wow, that's nuts. And then I thought to myself, that was in Empire Leicester Square. That was the, the end of like big premieres you know, in those areas. Yeah. And when we turned up, it was a big premiere. It was my first ever film, my first ever premiere. Right. And there was so many people. And since then, I've done big movies that have had much smaller premieres.
0: Well, yeah, that's mad. because And a film for that budget and that level. Yeah, these days, it was we, 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 That's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's marketable. He was
3: making, mm. you know, at that time, people was mm. paying him to, he was going off on jets to Germany to do talk show music, you know, yeah. uh, PAs and that. And so, he was big man. At the same time we was you know, when we was at Glastonbury, he was the second last person on the main stage behind Beyonce. Yeah.
0: Crazy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah.
3: It was nuts. See those times were, were were surreal to look back on, amazing to look back on. You know what I mean? Make us sound like old rockers. You know what I mean? You know? But um, it it was amazing. all manners was just, like beautiful and, and and the other thing you said is like basically alluding, uh, yeah, I'm like one of his like or whatever. bro I would not even have tried acting Mm, mm. I wouldn't even have tried it I literally wouldn't have tried I mean maybe who knows how life works out I know but but it's crazy
0: because that. I believe I wouldn't have man he he, he
1: installed mad confidence in me like from this show he was you know at the time I I don't think he ever got made anything but he was like I've got this idea I've I've got the rights for it I want you to be this person in it and I was like are you sure and he was like yeah 100% because I'd spent Mm. a bit of time with him and I feel like we bonded, we'd fallen out, we'd, and
0: then... And then, like, you, then you lipsed him, but it was Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah, no, yeah.
1: Not falling out badly. <laughs> always he just, forgotten. He, he yeah. never says when it's time to go home.
3: But he always stays too long. That song is really us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's funny to kind of think back about Ill Manners and just think, it's probably still my favourite project I've ever done, except yeah. for my short film. Like, into probably my favourite. Why is that then? Then we come back to this whole notion of, like, that's my community. Yeah. These are my stories. These are my people. I, I always feel like, you know, we made ill manners as a reaction to the Cockney movies and the Hood movies. Because mm. we were like, where's us in this? Yeah. We're in the middle of all this. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're not fucking wearing brand, brand coats, walking around going doing the lock thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And like, you know, the gangs in, in, in the hood movies, they're all black people. And it's like, I What is this? Like, this yeah. is like, you know, this isn't this isn't what we what we see and what we live. So to show that kind of multicultural the gray areas and,
0: yeah.
3: you know, the nuance and to really show London and to be unapologetic, you know, with the, with the speech. is another thing I wanted to do a little with a run is like not, not pander to, to having to be even, even um, legible in a sense, you know, yeah. my, my friend, my Spanish friends that speak really good English. are like, I can't understand a fucking word of this. <laughs> I'm like, yeah.
0: That's how it no is. Slang. Yeah. 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 My- yeah.
3: Even my mum probably might not understand all yeah. of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I like that because when it's personal shit, right now, as a director, all I want to do is make personal shit. As an actor, again, it's like, I do want to go off and be these New Jersey, 1970s cops and whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah. kind of more than anything, I want to I want to rep the ends. And yeah, I haven't been able to use my normal accent for, since Ill manners, basically. You know what I mean? Wow, like, yeah, that's
0: interesting. Yeah. yeah. It's really American. But that's, that is the reason I'm not taking away from all the amazing things you've done, obviously, like amazing experiences, you've told amazing stories. That's also part of the reason that you've done all these big things and now you've got a platform to be able to tell your Precisely. story. You know what I mean? Which is sick.
3: Precisely. And it's learning. It's like if I was only making, let's say, community film in the ends or whatever, even if it was at a high production value and such, I wouldn't have learned everything that I've learned. I've yeah. had to go off and learn, work with A-level, B-level, C-level crews Mm-hmm. Um, not literally A-levels,
2: um,
3: <laughs> but it felt like it sometimes. A little college dramas. Yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It felt like it sometimes. Press the red button. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, can you do that again? We didn't press a button. <laughs> yeah. um, so, you know, that experience has. I know, I had to go around the world to come back. You know, you, yeah. when you go on holiday, you sit on, and you sit somewhere and you look at the sea and you think, I'm so fucking far from home. And you're like, everything
2: seems so
0: clear now. And it's like, you have to, you have to leave to come back. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, um, We, you know, we literally I, thought of it. We thought of people doing nothing in Thailand. And I remember hmm. saying to my mum, I didn't know I was going to go find myself. I just said that as an excuse to my mum because she was like, you haven't got a job, you're not doing anything. Don't You can't just fuck off and go away. And I was like, no, honestly, this is the last time and this time I'm going to like, I'm gonna find myself and I'm gonna sort everything out, stop getting nicked, whatever, come back.
3: She's rolling her eyes Kim, rolling you're up. coming back with white yeah. dreadlocks
0: yeah.
3: and a fucking Aladdin oh, trousers. shit and tattoos. Yeah, yeah, bro.
0: Yeah. And How bro, looking like Jafar. And we and I went and I went out there with Steve and Hugo and come back and you know, like Steve was traveling around the world and when he finally came back, we ended up doing something. you know what I mean? It's like there is then some truth like that, to that, isn't it? yeah fuck off mum <laughs> I found yeah. myself yeah I yeah. yeah. I'm moving to Clapton to and I'm being an actor
2: alright
0: <laughs> you know what I mean yeah hey guys it's Ron here coming back at you like Cleopatra um trying out a new, um catchphrase but um yeah I uh, hope y'all guys enjoy the podcast and remember all the links will be down at the bottom all the recos down at the bottom and I hope y'all enjoy them I'm just going to jump a little bit. So mm. I want to get more into that uh, and, and the crossover from from rap into acting and stuff. But just before mm. that, before we get into that, um, mm. throughout lockdown, obviously we've all been in a lot more than that. Have you got any, mm. any records for the people then? Anything you've been watching, listening to, reading?
3: Well, right now I'm lost in fucking medieval Japan in this amazing audio book called Shogun. Okay. Oh, wow. Six. And it's fucking fifty-three hours, yeah. Wow. <laughs> and my mistress is like that. Are you listening to that fucking samurai <laughs> thing again? <laughs> and um, and I'm just sitting there with my earbuds on in the room, like pausing it like that. Sorry, what'd you say? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then wait to. She... Do you mind if I just, oh, I'm just gonna play it again? And then I go back again. So I'm like Mr. Unsociable because I'm just deep in medieval Japan. So Shogun is amazing. Um black and british was a was a a book I found really interesting. Mm-hmm. sent it on to my dad afterwards. he loved that as well um and then the classic last before Christmas I read sapiens, which I'd just been meaning to for so long yeah, yeah, you I read, read that?
0: that yeah man yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 it was really interesting, interesting of, man. yeah yeah, it
3: was i mean part of me was like what are you been what. Fucking history. You left this behind years ago. You I don't know. like this stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, I loved, but I thought it was fascinating. I thought he yeah. had a really interesting tone. I've heard the guy you uh, I've heard some of his interviews. And um, he's an interesting human being. So, yeah, he's got an interesting um, take on things. And I, I mean, what, what, what also was kind of perverse and interesting in that first six weeks when I said I wasn't um, feeling creative mm. and I was kind of feeling overwhelmed. I couldn't watch any drama. Couldn't watch anything. Mm. I was like, all I could watch is like cooking programs, yeah. And I know you love your food and that, but I don't love cooking programs. Yeah,
0: I don't watch cooking programs. It's because I've never
3: watched them in my life. Is it because
0: you could be be switched off then, and you're not like? I guess maybe if you're watching a drama because that's your work, it's like Mm. your brain's on still. Like,
3: yeah, I just think I couldn't. I I had no. I didn't want to think about anything. I didn't want to be invested in anything except for that. that uh, Louisiana barbecue looks amazing. Or you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bourdain in 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 eating tacos in 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 uh, Tijuana or Wait, something. But Bourdain
0: like, is a G, man. Like, yeah, he's, is, the G, he's, he's the G, bro. He's the G. I went
3: through and watched all the
0: rest of yeah. all the
3: ones that I hadn't watched. Yeah. Um of Parts Unknown. Parts
0: Unknown, yeah, yeah.
3: Amazing. Yeah. And 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 really started getting into like John Favreau's um the chef show. Yeah, yeah and Roy Choi and all that yeah, yeah it's mad yeah, yeah. I can't even believe I'm saying it I feel <laughs> like a bit of a melt but I, uh, I proper it, love that I, I watched them too yeah and but then I'd say like my main recommendation which is like it's, it's not a recommendation at all because the whole world has been watching it but what blew my mind bro. and again I can't believe I'm even saying this I feel like a melt <laughs> but The Crown bruv season 4
0: oh bro, I haven't seen it yeah I haven't either season 4 <laughs> no no, no. <laughs> Listen, With the I Diana seen one, any of yeah? them. I'm gonna say my, like this. My girl's watching it. Can I ask, that? Are they are they standalones each season? Or, or I'm gonna it? say, like,
3: yeah, I, yeah. I'm gonna say like this, bro. I think was, I am diplomatically not the hugest supporter of the royal family.
0: Standard. I'm yeah. not
3: that interested in them. Yes.
0: Yeah, and
3: um, sometimes it could even, you know, veer onto a, a kind of more negative feeling towards, mm. you know, what they represent and such, empire and history and such. Mm-hmm. So I, I saw this Crown thing had been out for a couple of years. And I remember I was working in other countries and people were going like, oh, I love the Crown. I was thinking, of course cool, you love the Crown. Yeah. You think that's what we're all like over there. You yeah. love the Queen, the thing. And I just thought, oh, it's for people from other countries that love the royal family.
0: That tourism. Mm.
3: Yeah. Then yeah. one of my friends who is like a fucking, who's like a, who's one of us, a proper one of us. Yeah. He's a musician. And he was like, bruv, you need to watch this. Like, he knows how wanky I get about cinematography and stuff. He's like, season four. He was like, I, I know what you think, but give it a try. Right. And so I just left season one to three and said, I'm going to watch this as a cinematography study. You know? <laughs> yeah. Plus, I love Julian Anderson yeah? yeah, and Olivia Yeah. Coleman. yeah so I was like, too. all right, these lot are enough. Wow. I mean, like, I found that the writing was so good, they played to an audience like me. It wasn't played mm. necessarily for people that love. The Royals and are even interested in the slightest in the Royals, and um, season four blew me away. And then I went back and I watched one to three, and I was like, yeah, but season four is 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 special. So I just say, as a filmmaker, give it a chance because some of the conversation, like when I watched, there's one one scene with Gillian Anderson as Thatcher and Coleman as the Queen. I watched it, I said, that's the best rap battle I've ever seen. But <laughs> <laughs> like, it was like, yeah. it was nuts. It was so tense and it was yeah. like the digs were all, it was so clever. It was like, it was amazing. Yeah. It was like, it was like a a great boxing match or something. Yeah, so that's um, hard. yeah, fucking cooking programs and the crown. <laughs>
2: you've changed,
3: bro.
0: <laughs> yeah. Now you've mentioned, now you said that, I'll, I'll give that a go, man. Because like you say, Olivia Coleman, all these people and, and like, yeah, my it's, it's yeah, girl was good.
1: watching it, but I was like, mm, I
3: don't want to watch that.
1: Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah like, I, I was literally, I was like, what's going on in my head? I was like, Prince Charles is like maybe my favourite character. I was like, <laughs> um, what? <laughs> no, I was just like, is this, this is messing with my psyche. This is yeah. my identity. You know, I think this yeah. last year has made all of us look at our identities and, and, and say, okay, who, who am I really? Because now everything's been stripped away of what I thought I was. And, um, and now I have nothing. Who the f- what, what is left? Yeah. You yeah, know what I mean? Sure. And it's like, that happened. And then next thing you know, you start liking, liking Prince Charles and you're on your way to a mental breakdown, bro.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, I'll, I'll give
0: that a go. Yeah, no, shout out to the crowd. Uh, your girl would love it if you got into it. Finally. yeah. Oh, well, Ed yeah. tells you to watch it. Now you want to watch it? No, yeah. I, I always wanted to watch it.
1: I don't trust your judgment. <laughs> yeah. You made me watch fucking Walking Dead and I gave that two episodes, all right? <laughs>
3: <laughs> these these tv series though they're such a commitment mm. that yeah. when people recommend them i say bro i'm not watching that what what mm. you yeah, mean there's, there's seven 18th... seasons of that yeah. even me i just told you to i'm asking you for 10 hours of your life yeah yeah, to yeah watch yeah. that it's like it's a
0: long on, time man. Man. it's a big ass yeah, man the worst is yeah. when people go um i guess better after episode three Fuck well, yeah, no. No.
3: yeah i'm out
0: yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. series yeah,
3: three it picks up there's literally yeah.
0: thousands more shows i could pick yeah. <laughs> yeah
3: we'll I'll just go back and rewatch The Sopranos again yeah. I did yeah. that
0: I did that For first what? lockdown yeah yeah yeah.
3: so good man oh. that episode where they're with the Russians in the snow and Paulie oh. loses his shoe best episode yeah, yeah, yeah. one of my favourite episodes of best all
0: time 100% yeah
3: yeah it was so good with the, the, the guy they, he won't die in yeah, yeah. so it yes it's perfect it's perfect yeah, yeah,
0: man. yeah. yeah. so good
2: Will everybody, shut the fuck up. Settle down, settle down. You're in tune to the chatting shit podcast. UK stand up, the world's greatest, the best there ever was that ever lived. Series two out now, motherfucker! Oh ha Are you ready? Check it. Check Are it. Are you ready? Check it.
0: All right, let's uh, let's take it back a little then. Um, mm-hmm. So, where did it all start for you? It was like rap, right? Like mm-hmm. like being creative.
3: My creative thing started with mark making a painting,
0: oh okay, oh okay, yeah,
3: but that was like no one ever saw that, yeah, you know, except Miss Snowsill and my mum, yeah, you know yeah. um, so did you ever write yeah.
0: were, were, you, were you, did you graph
3: no, I would every time I would be in my art class and I went art school and stuff, all they would do is say, "Oh, yeah, you know, like graffiti something like that, and I'm like, man." I ain't a real writer. My friends are out there bombing trains. Yeah. My friends are getting yeah. nicked for this. Like, yeah. I don't, it's
0: terrifying. I'm not a grapher. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm,
3: and I'm just not a grapher. I've never picked up a spray coat in my life. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, my mark making style was that because of, you know, because of who I grew up around and where I grew up. But,
0: yeah. but
3: it was like, yeah, basically cut a long story short or make a long story longer. I, painting and, 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 and mark making was like the only thing I was good at in school. So I was like, yeah, this is all I'm good at. So I'm just going to pursue this. And like mm-hmm. really, my introduction to creativity and getting lost in creativity, and and then I started finding UK hip hop when I was in like A level, GCSEs, A levels. Um, I was going smear with like, oh, Ruben Dangle, you know him, and yeah, you know. In fact, he was spitting back then. Do you know? He no used to way! Spit- no oh, wow. way! That's oh mad. mate, I will say
0: we had him on the podcast as well. I wish I pulled yeah. him up on that, man. Oh that.
3: mate, I would have, I would Yeah, I've got his. C- <laughs> I've got his old CDs. I said, oh, wow. picture. I found it in my basement, man." That's because crazy. he was younger to us, he was like only two, three years younger. Right, okay. but you know it was a lot back then. But he yeah. was like, you know, they were our little younger crew in school. We all used to spit and beatbox and okay, and so all you of that
0: that school, so that school was quite a creative school, right? Yeah.
3: Yeah, it was. There was quite a lot of Michael Kiwanuka
1: come out of there. Oh, wow. I feel like this sign um,
0: about North London, like I'm from the outskirts, man. Like, I was raised in like Cheserton sort of area, and it was like very segregated. Like, you're either like, you know what I mean, like a rude boy or whatever, or you're like a grunge. You know, and no, it mm. they didn't mix. It wasn't very like creative and people from different mm. classes mixing and that. But like, even with like the graph lot that I know from North London, like, that every single one of them was from a different background, different culture and yeah, they yeah, all came yeah. together and I just feel like it's a proper creative part of the world, man.
3: It is very creative. I mean, you know, the more cultures that come together, I think the more interesting things that happen, mm. you know. Yeah, I agree. All of us came from completely different religions, backgrounds and, mm. you know, cultural heritages and stuff. But we all spoke the same and we yeah. all dress like people just do nothing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and Obviously, this was the time of Garage and that, isn't it? So it was like, you know, yeah. I was I was at Eros, pure silk, Iron Apple reunion. Yeah,
0: sick.
3: in the In the rockerwear suit and that. You know what <laughs> I mean? Nice, amazing. Yeah. yeah. But it was the Clark's Wallabies and, and, yeah. and the iceberg sets. Nice big silver chair. All chain. of the cubic zirconia from Woodgreen High Road, like massive. massive. Nice. Yeah. yeah, my cousin had massive them both ears. Yeah, like I've still got the holes in both ears, man. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, it was a, it, it it was like to 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 sound like an intro to a samurai movie like it was a beautiful time for the empire. Yeah. You know, it was a beautiful time. It it felt like the last throes of subculture, you know, with Camden, you know, Underworld Kung Fu, Kung Fu. Yeah. and um MSM Records. Yeah.
1: And um feel Dark real? and
3: Cold, the real yeah. the old shop, mm-hmm. you know, and the new shop. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, Four Star General and 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 black market and everything, it was like, you had to get battle scars, you know, you had to get um, flyers to know where they were, yeah. you know, yeah. this was just before MySpace and then MySpace came in and things got a bit easier. Mm-hmm. But it was like a really amazing time, a very romantic time for, to get into the arts, you know, it didn't feel yeah. like the arts because it was all just, you know, outside, yeah, and acting yeah. naughty and yeah. running around doing dumb young stuff, but it was, like, at the same time we was, like, forming record labels. We was, like, releasing, mm. pressing vinyls, you know, releasing cassette mixtapes, then CD mixtapes, and, yeah. you know, even mini discs <laughs> in the middle, you know? Yeah. Um, and so, and, yeah, doing our own flyers, you know, all of this stuff. So it was, like, a very kind of entrepreneurial time.
0: It felt you know, it like was, it was it was all possible as well back then. It's, like, mm. like, for us, from outside looking in, like, I got into, like, I was more into, like, Jungle Garage and that. And then as I got a bit older, because I rapped, I was like, rah, people in England, what, white breads in England can rap when I found out about Skinny Man. But it just felt like it was all happening in North London, man. It felt like that was the mecca of it.
3: The Skinny Man's the Godfather, man. He's the Godfather. He's the Godfather for us, you know. Mm. Um, Farmer
1: G as well. Farmer, you know. And
3: and then literally in the ends, you know, I was getting the 271 on 43 up and down Holloway Road, and I would see them all the time. And they were, they were supportive of us. It was beautiful. We were obviously Mm. younger and, you know, MUDFAM were kind of more established, Mm. but our crew at the time, Underground Alliance, Underline, it was like, it was, it was amazing to be kind of under their stewardship and see that. And also when you say it it felt possible, yeah, it was looking at like what low life records and brain Tax were doing Yeah, and it was like, wow, now people are actually mastering shit properly. And it's now sounding good because, our mastering and mixing and that was so bad. And it weren't even like a Doom Wu-Tang thing. Like, yeah. this is on purpose. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, it was just really bad. You yeah. know what I mean? It was poor. It was poor. <laughs> poor show. It was poor work. Yeah. Um, but that's because we was making it in studios. We just didn't have fucking money or the, the equipment back then. You couldn't make it on your lap you know.
1: Yeah. 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 And I think um, a build up of like live as well. Because obviously when you bang your shit live in a club and it sounds awful and mm. like...
3: Then you' you
0: kind it's of like, hug oh, right. in it, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: we need to sort of sort that out. <laughs> yeah. It's painful
3: it is painful, it's painful. I must admit, I kind of wrote off the um live shows quite a long time ago. I just turned around and was like, "I don't enjoy this now more. I'd rather <laughs> listen to the album on my, on my headphones and or whatever, yeah um, but back then it was amazing, you know what I mean, and again, like, when things feel possible, it's like these people were coming over and doing shows and you know, I'm seeing Common at Jazz Cafe, DMX at Stratford Reds, yeah. <laughs> I'm seeing Sticky Sick. Fingers in Subterranea, yeah. you know, Master P at Subterranea. And just like the most, the illest, the illest show is like, I see Fugees, um, Nas, De La Soul. It was like, it was an amazing time. Big Eddie wow. Kane, all these, like they come over and, and you were like, wow, these are gods amongst men. I remember seeing J.Ru the Damager in the street outside Scala. And my oh, yeah. friend was chatting to him. I was just like, I can't, I don't understand. Like, what's he doing in King's Cross? Yeah. And why is he not in a limo? Yeah. And like, why does he look like us? It's like, Or just a normal yeah. dude? And it, but it was amazing. Bro, that amazing. reminds
0: me, uh, one time, it wasn't that early, it must have been like 03 or something like that. Going to see Wu-Tang, at, um, like Shepherds Bush, whatever it was called back then, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But she- Shepherds Bush Empire, fuck knows. But um, yeah, we was all in the queue, and they're basically just walking out of the venue onto the green with a bag of beers and some zoots just to go, like before they're set, just to chill there in it. And like me be it, trying to be all cool and that, like my mate ran up to them. And I just flopped my moment. I just stayed on the other side of the road and, and nodded to them from the other side of the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to be cool. Like, yeah, in- really. Insecurity
3: playing off as security. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, You're yeah.
0: like, of course you give a fuck. You're paying 40 quid to go in and watch us.
3: I, I ain't going to sweat them. I, n- I know what it's like. So Yeah, you know. yeah, 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 yeah. I know how they must feel. I'm just going to leave them. You're like You know what I mean? I'm cool like that.
0: We're on a level. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I, I'm, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm sort of part of their sort of shit. They know that. It's all good. You know what I mean? So you <laughs> yeah.
3: nodded to them. It's like, oh, yeah. uh, I said, what's up to Though, So, you know, <laughs> then he had a good show after that. Yeah. yeah. Yes, bro.
0: Um, so, yeah. So from the rap stuff, do you feel like freestyling or battling or performing helped you like kind of with like improv or, or, or the performance aspect of thinking on your toes and stuff like that with, with acting? Do you felt like that fed into it subconsciously without even knowing kind of thing?
3: For sure. I mean, in some ways it's a bit of a chicken and egg thing because, it definitely helped it, the fact that I'd already had a performance history. Mm. But I think it's the same kind of attri- natural attributes that was that the, 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 the are getting explored. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like there's already, there must be a natural confidence to be like yeah. running up in H- HQ club mm. in fucking 1998 and, and just jumping on the mic, you know, mm. with some terrible bars. <laughs> and like, you know, just thinking, yeah, fuck it, I can make a movie, innit? When yeah. I mean, like you, when you ain't even, I could be yeah. an actor. When you, when you can't even fucking act, you've never been to a drama class in your life. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but I think uh, they definitely help, man. But you know, I also I come from a competitive sports background, so that also kind of it's all like it's always kind of been about competition mm. and performance for mm. me, and so I kind of feel like the sports and the hip hop mm. kind mm. of gave me that, but to be honest i feel like everything that's ever happened to me in my whole life like built me up to that point at 27 where it was like right give this new thing a go yeah. see if see if you like see if you're any good at it and then it was like oh my god everything i've ever been doing and then that starts feeding into the directing and i'm like right it was written man yeah. this is like this is kind of at a certain point i have to sit back and go yeah this is beautiful man. like
1: it's all natural and comes from an honest place
3: yeah like- yeah even since I've been doing stuff, I, I honestly think the reason why I've been able to kind of climb the ladder quicker than the trajectory maybe should have been is because I don't care. It's not. I'm not making this fit for. In fact, I care more than anyone. There's no one. I, I've never been on a set where I felt like there was someone who cared more about the creative more than me. Yeah. I don't care about the outcome. I just don't. And I'm not saying that to be like oh, you know what I mean? Like, no, I really fucking mean it. I don't give a flying fuck. I don't care. It's like, it's life experience. It's creative experience. It's like, if it helps me grow, great. And it's like, if my my family loves me and my friends love me, like, I, I just don't need the adoration of any of this shit. I just don't. And I'm not trying to go to the parties. I'm turning down this, turning down that, turning down that. All I want is the work, you know? So it's like, It's always been from this point of view. The only thing is with this industry, with acting, I didn't sabotage myself by saying, no, I only want to do, you know, let's say the equivalent would have been, I only want to do hood movies, basically. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And now full circle, we're back here now going, with me saying, I want to do a hood movie, (laughs) Yeah, you know. (laughs) It's so interesting, man. I said I don't care, but, and I said it like I didn't care then. Mm. What I realized is that I cared so much about exactly. what everyone else thought. Yeah. I cared so much about the underground. Yeah. that I was handcuffed yeah. to underground hip-hop. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the Godfathers,
0: yeah. Yeah.
3: you know, yeah. it was like, no, nah, I can't let Skinny down, man. I can't yeah. let them not down, man. It's, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And so I was handcuffed to, to my friends, to my community, to my group, to, and all of that, and to the genre, uh-huh. you know? Whereas now I'm like, now I actually realize no yeah. one gives a shit. Hmm. yeah that much I like I always whenever I get too much inside my own feelings I just go just remember Ed you're not that important and no one gives a shit <laughs> about
0: you it's so true yeah it's so you no, know, because they
3: don't bruv they yeah. just don't care they yeah. don't care bruv they don't it's and not that none of this is people just do nothing Bath the winning this yeah. and that yeah. whatever movie you want to pick from mine Yeah. so what bruv yeah. people don't care people don't care we've got enough stresses going on and it's like it's yesterday's news <laughs> it's, so it's like oh, I'm not being handcuffed to that if it's going to be like that then it's like no nah, i'm going to take the pride of these projects you know sure. the pride that you lot did of what you lot achieved culturally and also as a secondary commercially you know it, 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 incredible achievements like cool that should fill you with confidence yeah and yeah. and and happiness that you've made people like yeah, me that from that community happen yeah. but then dust that off and keep it moving man mm-hmm. you a shit man? yeah yeah it's you true know?
0: and also those rules yeah that you're talking about like you know, of your peers back then and stuff like that, yeah. Mm. Yeah, 100%, like, I get that because that's what it was. I mean, even when I first, me, even me and Asim, when we first I had to be Grindr and he was going to be Chabadz on, on YouTube and that, we was like, yeah, but people ain't going to take our rap shit seriously, man. Like, that's the first thing I thought of, do you know what I'm saying? But you can't live like that now. You're basing those rules of even the people that you wanted to impress back then have changed. Do you know what I mean? That's like I as a joke, we always say if an advert comes in or little things, we're like, would Wu-Tang do it though? You know what I'm saying? The answer is probably yes now. <laughs> some of them would. <laughs> yeah, some, some yeah. of them wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. What year are we asking yeah, exactly. when they would do it? We're, yeah, we're, we're thinking of Wu-Tang 95. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they sold
3: the album ch- to that fucking yeah. scumbag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> shit for two changes. Like, they would do it, bro. Yeah, They'll
0: yeah they that would show. do it. <laughs> you can't keep your your rules from when you was fucking 19 years old from someone else. Do you know what I'm saying? Now. No.
1: It, it doesn't It's translate. good to be in tune with that 19-year-old underground 100. rapper. Yeah, 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 don't always listen to him. Yeah.
3: Nah, nah. <laughs> nah, I mean, like, it's really interesting. I'm not sure if we've kind of verbalised it exactly right, but I agree that, like, like, that guy is still inside me. Like, mm. Everywhere I go, he's still inside me. And it's taken me quite a lot of movies to realise that's actually what they were hiring me for. Yeah. They yeah. weren't hiring me so I could grow a quiff, yeah, yeah, yeah. and talk... <laughs> and talk properly in the thing and like to pull my trousers up when I meet them and like yeah. think about what I'm wearing. No.
0: Yeah.
3: They're actually just hiring me this energy that all of the, the energy that's always been here, It's like be yourself and it's like okay well what myself is like alright then when I go on when I've got a month where I have to work I'm only going to pack five tracksuits yeah. and three pairs of nights. Yeah,
0: you know yeah. what I mean?
3: And I'm nice. Yeah. Let's go. And <laughs> even if I what if I have to go out to dinner I'm going to wear a tracksuit. Yeah. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? But me. I'm going to be polite and yeah. You know, gracious to them and all of this. And it's, 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 so it's like, again, not overthinking
0: it. And, there you go. and, and, I've got it. I've got it. Mm-hmm. Keep, that, keep that same energy, but don't let that energy overrule your decisions. That's pretty sick. There you go.
3: Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take that. <laughs> it took a while.
0: It took a while. Even as I was trying to explain it before, I was like, uh, the words are coming out, but they don't sound like what you're thinking.
3: even the way you said it i was like i didn't understand what those words in that (laughs) order meant yeah and then three seconds later went no that's right
0: right." yeah that's what i'm saying it's layered it takes you a while do you know what i mean yeah message yeah (laughs) um uh so because i was going to ask as well like this uh, but i think you've kind of covered that but like the step from from rapping to then being on a set are probably kind of similar to us because because where you did it with your friends and it was about Mm. your world as well You weren't, Mm. apart from obviously it being more stressful and stuff like that, you probably weren't that far out of your comfort zone, I'm assuming. No, I wasn't
3: at all, Um, to be honest. Ben wrote the role for me, so it Mm -hmm. kind of was like tailored to to my sense of humour and the kind of conversations that we'd have when we were fucked up and that and, you know, yeah, the humour that we shared. And so what that meant is that I had this beautiful introduction, this organic introduction I had a director as well that I trust with my son, with my life, with, with, with my, you know, knows my parents. I know his parents. All of that to say that that made everything after that a lot harder. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know if you you felt the same way, but I was like, I didn't have imposter syndrome on ill manners, mm. but the second I stepped on set after that was just like, oh, shit. Yeah. You know, and- Where's- Where's Ben? <laughs> I'm not allowed to say bruv every other word. Yeah, and, you yeah. Know, what, what I'm not was walking that? in and out of chicken shops buying <laughs> zoots and that. Like, I'm like, yeah. I don't know this world. You well, know? it's true yeah.
0: isn't it, yeah, because that basically was your life. So it's like, it's like breathing. It's like it went, it's stepping on something else. It's like, okay, now this is like a challenge. So, what was that? What was the next job after that then? And how did you feel when you know around that time?
3: Yeah, I mean, to be fair, I was I was worried, but again, I was like kind of comfortable. I was made to feel comfortable in that job actually. It was called Piggy. Mm-hmm. Um, movie with Neil Maskell and Paul Anderson, Boise. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I like did a couple small, I did about three or four like lower budget movies um, after that. I remember I went on holiday with Ben and basically I had an agent by then and I was in the airport coming home and my agent said, oh, can you call me? And I was like, you know, and she said, there's two jobs that have come in but the first one, you've got to leave London in two days to go to South
0: Africa. Bruh. And I was in the
3: airport in France, and I'm not living the jet set life, bruv.
0: Yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah, I had not been living... I was I was working at fucking Caledonian Road Baths swimming pool. Yeah. You know? I was, like, yeah. coaching swimming, and I was yeah. in the ends, bruv. I was at, like, I've been in Archway Pool in that for years. Yeah. So I was like, you know, yeah, you know, get someone else to teach the kids while I go and shoot this movie. <laughs> when I did it on manners, but now it's like, I'm thinking, hang on a minute, this is, this, this is so much, like South Africa, I've never been to Africa in my life. Yeah. You know, this is a whole new route. I've got to start this thing. I'm going to meet these people in two days. At that point, it was really difficult for me to learn lines, you know? Yeah, yeah. Fuck. It was intimidating, man, I, but it was exciting. And I'm, I've always been this, like, had this, like, blind confidence. I was like, fuck it, I'm doing it, man. Mm. Fuck that. I just went and did it. Yeah, yeah, it was mad. It was so scary. It was so intimidating. I was so winging it, man. I just remember turning up on the first day at the hotel, and um, straight away there was like, "Oh, this is like there's a dinner for the cast," and you turn up and there's like a table of eight people. Yeah, and that. I'm good at like faking <laughs> confidence and just like yeah. going with the, the wave, but I was shitting it. And I remember Leo Gregory. If you know Leo Gregory from like Football Fact, yeah, I, you know, I don't know if he's in Football Facts, but he's in loads of them I know, Cockney yeah. things. He's wicked actor. And yeah, and family. Come up, and he's like bruv I'm so fucking glad you're here. We're gonna get through this, the two of us. Don't that worry, Like sick. You know, I was like, oh, there's someone here from Ends. Yeah, yeah. And um, I'm a grafter and I work really hard, but like, I had so much catching up to do, man. I had so much catching up to do. I really didn't, you know, natural talent and that. It really just doesn't go that far, man. On a film set, you know, it's technical, man.
0: Yeah, it only takes you know? you so far, yeah.
3: Yeah, so, it took, so I was just like, went a bit psycho with, with learning and um, still didn't have enough money for like acting coaches and dialect, di- dialect coaches. So it was kind of just like doing what I could. Um, Is it just
0: because you're getting paid? All right, so you can just get, bring your own acting coach and dialect coach kind of thing. It's not included in the package.
3: Yeah, yeah. Some part <laughs> no, of well, it can be. It's, it's, uh, it's, 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 this is all like negotiable, basically. Okay. Yeah. So, like, if I get a role where it's gonna be in an American accent and it's a big job, like let's say Midway or something, then I'll say to my lawyer when we're negotiating, I'll say, "Oh, I'll get an
0: acting coach." <laughs> in. In. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah, not accent.
3: acting accent,
0: accent. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The
3: di- di- dialect coach. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll put that in. But then if I'm doing something like Maleficent, yeah. yeah which I don't need an accent coach, but I needed a personal fucking trainer. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I was like, yeah, okay, yeah. slap that in because Shut I need that. In. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But for Midway and all these other ones, I don't need it, I don't want it, you know? So it's like basically just tailoring it to the needs. I've never asked for nothing that yeah, fuck wasn't necessary.
1: the whole time as well. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> that was, listen that to was this, yeah. That me out. Bro, listen I to this. I put my
3: T-shirt on now. <laughs> no, man, I turned up, yeah? They said I would come to Pinewood for costume fitting and to take some pictures to meet people. This is months before it started. I mean, like, at least... Oh, yeah, getting a nice suit. Eight <laughs> weeks or whatever. I'm like, okay, wicked. Like, you know, this is well exciting. You know, Pinewood and just yeah. go in Disney. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was so... I'd be gassed. Oh, I was so gassed. So, so, so happy. Grinning teeth. And um, I was like that the whole job. It was such a wonderful experience. Oh, that's it. But basically, I turned up at this costume thing and they sent me into the little tent and there was a hanger with a dressing gown, some sliders, not my 108.9 sliders that yeah. I've got at home. Hey. <laughs> Should have brought them in. Yeah. They get repped on every film set, trust oh, me. Sick. Sick. All around the world they've been, uh, although they're a size too big for me, which always pisses me off. But that's how much I'll rep you like. Uh, we'll, we'll get <laughs> Anyhow, more. Yeah. you know, no, no, no. no. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> so it was a dressing gown, sliders, yeah. and I swear, like skin colored like naked pants.
0: Ah, bro, I don't know how.
3: And I was, and, and this is in, this is in like a like a COVID uh, testing style, before COVID, but like a big white tent. Yeah. Behind it in a yeah. car park. This ain't the glamour life. I'm not in the Four Seasons. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, wherever. So I'm like in a tent, putting this on and I'm like, my little pot belly, and I'm like, oh, fuck. And then they're taking pictures and I'm like, <laughs> How come you're taking pictures? Like, you know, and they're like, "Oh, like, didn't they tell you? Like, you're not going to be wearing much clothes. Like, obviously, you won't be like this, but we just do it like this so we can design your costume and all that." Okay, cool. So, just one second, you know, come, and I'm like straight on the phone to, to to my agent. I was like, "Yeah, I need a personal trainer.
0: Yeah, now.
3: Yeah, <laughs> like I need to start training six days a week. I'm jogging back." Yeah. yeah, I'm jogging back from Pinewood to Hackney. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. On the A406. You know what I mean? I'm going M25 just to get a, just to get more miles in. Yeah. Yeah. And from that moment, I was driven by fear. Yeah. By fear, or you know, by that feeling of being exposed, of standing there thinking, well, you're supposed to be this fucking creature this, in this mm. big Disney thing. I was like, nah. So I, the, luckily I love that shit. Yeah. So it, it was just like... Also, there's a perverse side of me that just tricks myself. I was like, "Oh, wicked! Well, I'm going to go nuts. Then I'm going to start training hard. So it was like Pilates, Muay Thai, weights, the works. It was, it was, it was nuts.
0: Do you know what I want to ask as well? Like, and I know, like, obviously, a lot of your roles were always like a little bit physical, or whatever. But then going into roles like, like in Deadpool or whatever. Where it's just some like next level physical shit. Is it a massive jump or is it literally just getting fit and and sort of doing what they tell you, sort of thing. You know what I mean?
3: If I stop to think about it, it's a massive jump. Yeah. But it is just getting once you don't stop and think about it, yeah, it is put the fucking work in. Yeah. It's like accents. It's like when you start, you're like unbelievable, like <laughs> Unbelievably disrespectful, <laughs> cultural appropriational <laughs> yeah. accents. You know, it's like, and you think, hang on a minute, I've signed up to a whole fucking movie. Right.
2: I'm
0: yeah.
3: going to mug off myself and uh, and the whole nation. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a jump, but it's, it's a jump that I love. Yeah. You know, and anyone that knows me knows that I love training. So I've been training, you know what I mean? So it's just kind of an opportunity to, a yeah, Plus, but actually, I was a coach, yeah? yeah. So I saw pupils firsthand. I saw good learners, mm. bad learners, good students, bad students. Also, I took, I had kids that I took from six years old up to like national level swimmers and stuff. Mm. Like by the time they hit 15, you know, some of them I was teaching for 15 years or whatever. So, you know, I could see how much people could change and improve when they applied themselves. Mm-hmm. So it sounds mad, but yeah, I was kind of inspired by all of my old swimmers and that. I was like, no, if and Isabella can do it, mm-hmm. then I can do it. And I just need to be like them and concentrate like, a
0: ten-year-old girl in Paul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like we all do sometimes, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's a life lesson, right there. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's how
3: I got ready for *Deadpool*.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's your yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> Next question. Yeah. Wait, is that, um?
0: <laughs> so, so you're left with like, I guess it's like, yeah, like with all these different films and different roles, you're left with different skills, like whether it's like learning an mm. accent or whatever. But like with *Deadpool*, is it just like, just like mad? martial arts fight sequences and shit is it just like loads of choreography and shit
3: yeah we spent months doing that um phil Silvera was the stunt coordinator for that amazing
0: human it being be so fun though man
3: so fun man i found a video the other day of me um practicing and we had this big like warehouse hangout with all the mats and wow. all the cardboard boxes and
0: yeah. you know
3: and so i'd have my axes at home so I'd, like, practice at home, practice my Kali Screamer, like, Filipino knife and stick fighting drills that I'd been given. Sick. And, yeah, then, sick. and then I'd go to work, right? But what I'd do is I'd get in the lift to go to work. And this is, like, furnished apartments in Vancouver. And so the only people to say is people like me. is like, you know, people in transit that's working. It mm. was shooting the BFG movie there. Oh, wow. Right? And the little girl, one of the little girls in it was my next-door neighbour with her mum. And then the Women's World Cup was on at the time. So the Canadian women's football team was there as well. <laughs> so but I would get in the lift and I'd forget I had my axes and that, but I'm wearing my PE kit. Yeah. <laughs> and, and people were like, what the fuck is that? Like, it was a great, it was, it was, it was so funny, man. Yeah. It was so funny, but it was just great. Like, again, it was like, if you stop on the first day and think what well, you're going to have to do at the end of it, then you'll just think, I can't do this. Mm. And you just have a mental breakdown. Yeah. But you know, again, you just concentrate, like, just do it one step at a time. And the fight scenes in that, you know, yeah, we picked up awards for that, me and Ryan, you know, mm-hmm. and this is the second fight. I'm so proud of that, you know what I mean? Six-minute fight scene, that last one, man. Oh, and, amazing. um, yeah, legendary shit, but it's, like, legendary shit because it took me four months of practice. Yeah. You know, that that means the world, whereas, like, when you see the fight sequences, the small combat sequences in things like Alita yeah, yeah. which is a movie I love dearly one of my favourite I enjoyed that yeah I, I thought it was really great for, you know it was exactly what it should have been mm. but the fight sequences that's digital mm. I didn't do any of that
0: yeah right oh really so yeah. when
3: I see that I'm like yeah
0: it's cool yeah it's cool yeah, yeah. yeah that cool all nice. all moves
3: and that but mm. he's a cyborg and no human can move as, as how, <laughs> how they wanted him to move yeah so yeah it's definitely like work put in equals reward
0: for sure and those are the moments where, like, obviously it's amazing watching you, like, in all these amazing roles and you being a brilliant actor and being from here. That's always really surreal and, and inspiring. Yeah. But seeing you in something like that is like, wow, because you have to understand all the physicalities behind it as well as the acting, as well as the remembering the life, as well as everything you usually do and that on top of it. is just, just mad, man. But, like, yeah, res- respect You know, that, that, man. that
3: movie, like, People in London, they always say, like, people still talk about ill manners. Even around the world, people still talk about ill manners, which mm. I'm always like, wow, but certain heads, like, you know, our generation, like, yeah, yeah, ill manners. That was, like, that was the one, brother. You know, that what that meant to them.
0: Yeah, because that was but part also, of our upbringing as well, that shit, you know what I mean?
3: Culture. It was, man. It was. Everything else I've ever done, like, you know, people are like, oh, I like that. I might like that. Or if you mention it, they might like it. But Deadpool, Deadpool, the amount of people that, from london and that they're like nah but when i heard you and i saw you yeah. i was like what from the ends and you're in a movie and you're doing it. i was like nah right. And all they was like oh i remember you from uk but when i saw you that was so <laughs> inspiring yeah. so for me that was like that was a really positive thing i don't i don't try to be or even want to necessarily be like a figure of inspiration or, or i don't what want, want what comes with it I do want to inspire, man. I do want to inspire people. I think it
1: lets people know that there's like one of us in quotation marks who's doing it and it's possible. Like And things are possible,
0: exactly. But with hard work, we didn't think it was. Yeah. you felt
1: proud. Like when I saw you in Deadpool, I felt proud. Hundred. Yeah. I was like, fucking hell, that's sick.
0: Exactly. That's the reaction. Fucking hell.
1: Yeah. Sick. He's yeah. killing
0: it. Look where he is. Look what he's doing.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's so nice, man. Like, not for an ego power, but for yeah, man. For for the fact that it was like when Steve said, Oh, we should write this in script. And you're like, what do you mean? Like, yeah. People don't even write scripts. Yeah. And me, like, what well, nah, what do you what do you mean you want me to be in a movie? We're, we're not in movies. We don't make movies. Yeah. People yeah. like us don't make movies. Yeah. 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 You know, so now. They see Deadpool and they don't say that. Yeah. They yeah, say, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. right. Okay. I could be in fucking Marvel movies then. All right. Yeah. 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 But it's possible.
0: Yeah. Doesn't sure. mean it's going to happen, but it's possible. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah. For real, man. Message. Yeah, yeah man. Anyway, that's a sick little coming towards the end of the show as well. So it's a perfect little, do you know what I mean? 360. Full circle, baby. Yeah. Yeah.
2: The three questions. Three questions. 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 questions.
0: Well, listen, we're coming to one of the last parts of the show, which um I think it's why everyone listens to it really. It's mm. it's the part where you ask us three questions.
3: No way. Yeah. Oh, you should have told me I would have fucking nah. thought of some good ones.
0: Nah, nah, I like it on the spot, man.
3: Oh, you know what? I would love to interview you lot, man. But you, you should have told me, because I could have thought of something. I know I'm gonna be at home. I'm gonna text you later. I'm gonna be like, man. Yeah. What's it like when you first did this? <laughs> All right. Um Actually, there's one question I'd like to ask, right? My short film, Little River Run, Yeah. my DP was Cy Bell. Oh yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. And my first AD is John Midland.
0: Wow. Oh, yeah. bruv, both Gs. Oh, that's so amazing. So they did season mm-hmm.
3: one and two or just one?
0: So Cy did one and two. And John, I think the, the first ADs changed. Three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. John's amazing, man. He's a G. Proper into hip-hop. I mean, size as well, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Incredible. But uh, I just remember about John, uh, he was proper into hip-hop and shit as well and we were talking about it. He even knew yeah. some writers and that. Like, yeah, yeah. He's a proper So G. then my
3: question is, have you got any dirt on them or anything embarrassing or anything
0: uh, that... I'm trying to think. John used to... Nothing embarrassing for John, but he used to bring one of his mateys down from Brighton just to sit on set sometimes. And he was yeah. proper like... You know, you get like the best mate who's still... He's still on shit, basically, isn't it? Still a bit wild. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was like, he was about John's age, but he's still going to the hip hop clubs. He's still, and he's just there, like, well, she play like, oh, he plays little zoo? and that. They're not, they're not real zoots, man. Like, we're just, we're working. He came thing.
1: up with, um, he came up with a phrase which we use today with extras, where he would say he'd tap them on the shoulder and go, um, toast them to the so toasting people. So, like, if we have people in our green room that we don't really want there, we'll say to our tour manager. <laughs> Toast
0: them. I beg you toast them He's and he's he'll, fucking he'll just get rid of them. Who's that brer? He's just drinking all the fucking rum. We don't even know him. Toast him. That's from yeah. John because that's you might, from John. Yeah, you might have yeah. a bit where like you know, like you've got like you know, this in it like club scenes. They're they're quite hard to do, aren't they? Like mm-hmm. to look natural and that. And <laughs> you might have some brers. You know, he's like everyone just dance naturally, and you got one bread and some mad body popping or whatever. You're like robot. That's what's he doing, man? That brer just ch-. you know, like the brers that are trying to like have their moment. And he's like, all right, cool. He goes to his uh, little person where he's like, toast them. He just goes and toast him. Basically taps tap them on the shoulder and they've got to leave. Yeah. yeah.
3: That, you know what that sounds like, John? He is he is what everything that a first AD needs to be and genuinely one of the best first ADs I've ever worked with. And that says a lot because I work with some really good ones, but he is like top two. You know, he's amazing. Um, all right then, so the second question is, what was you bunning in those zoots then?
0: Oh yeah, that's... Um... Uh... It's butters, man. It tastes like bonfire. Oh, it's horrible. Yeah, is it fire. that
3: stuff? The classic film smoke. Yeah, stuff, yeah. yeah. What's yeah. it like? Yeah. It tastes hu- like shit. Hu- honey it? rose.
0: Yeah, fucking legal, horrible. Yeah, like you get like a sore throat, throat and that. How can
3: we put a man on the moon but we can't make fucking Mullen tobacco? Uh, what well, you know, we non- use
0: saying we
1: can't use CBD weed that doesn't get you high, but we're always saying get CBD weed. Yeah,
0: isn't like, it? That's legal as no. well. Yeah. No. Because then it'll
3: burn properly as well. Because it's yeah. a problem when things don't look right so true and that, yeah. yeah, and then you're just Smoke.
0: sucking away at it and it's sidewinding and it's not burning. Yeah. Like there's bare times where shit. we'd we'd have like a talking head where I am meant to be like delivering my lines, but I'm fucking focusing on the fact that I know this is the thing's not fucking sparked up. You know, and there's nothing worse in yeah, yeah. a film when someone takes a token it's not lit. Yeah. And they're pretending to take a token. And you know also I mean? as
1: well, it's just like the you, you want us to want to blaze it, and then when they're like, "Okay, guys, um, get the spliff bag." It's basically a bag of pre rolls, and then we're all, we ah. all go, "Oh fuck's sake. Yeah. Even so, though we
0: we want like we ripped that in. Yeah. Yeah. in the day, you like, "Well, poor Steve's doing that in a bong and shit, or getting yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, third question. Yeah. Did you did
3: you like used to go Iron Apple back in the day?
0: Nah, so basically. I feel like I was maybe too young. Well I'm 35 though. How old are you?
3: Seven, thirty-seven.
0: Okay, so maybe I was just too young. And I was and I was too when I first started raving as well, I was too young to even get in rave. So I'd be going, I was like a drum and squat party done. Yes. So I used to go around. That's that was my thing, innit? For years. You used to go Ali pally. No, nah, no, nah, that's what I mean. I never. The really jungle raves up
3: there were nuts.
0: Yeah, hard. I missed all that, man. I, I went, I used to go uh it was like round here, really, back then. But it was like an alien world for me, innit? Like Hackney, uh, Camden, Stratford—all these places that were like alien worlds to me. And all the warehouses there, you know, like the graph, like a lot of graphers, yeah, yeah, that sort of lifestyle, man. Tottenham like, and all that, yeah. So that—that so that was the sort of life. Uh, but never got to go to Iron Apple, man.
3: I think the that, irony that now there'll be loads of people in Ionappa dressed up as you love from the fucking I series. And, I know,
0: yeah. yeah.
3: And, and seriously as well, not even as a fucking parody. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: for sure. TNs, yeah. just pure TNs. Yeah. Yeah. I Shut never up. went to Inappa. I think because um, Steve, the first sort of lads holiday, we went to Zante instead because Steve wasn't really into sort of Garage as much as me and a few other people. And Zanti felt like, a, a, you know, it had like, it was playing
3: Archer yeah, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. yeah so. <laughs> anti up and
1: all of that. <laughs> yeah, 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 it was yeah. more of that vibe, yeah, anti up, Archer, yeah. <laughs> um, a bit of uh, everybody in the club getting tips was the vibe,
2: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. I was,
1: I was longing for Pulse I was longing for it, yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was, yeah, that was legendary time. The first. Did you go there in the heyday Like when Heartless And that was going out Yeah yeah, oh, yeah That's what I mean what? man I mean
3: black and white club Is, is my favourite mm. club In the world It's wow. the hip hop club That's out there Yeah 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 black and white club was amazing Castle club um, Yeah it was amazing But then All of them, those times Like when you say Zanti I remember like yeah Falaraki And Tenerife Yeah and, There was
1: so many options man Now I feel like yeah. It
3: goes Ibiza Like
1: I'm Yeah you yeah, divide. Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah
1: But um, yeah. support I and Apple.
2: <laughs>
3: well, I don't even know if Iron App is still
0: is it still a thing? I think probably. Yeah, but like even back in like 09, which is years after, I mean, the heyday. I remember no 08, I think. I remember Hugo. Remember we used to work in the call center. Me and Dan. Yeah. And I remember Dan going out to Iron Nice. But he he was just a hip hop head by then, and he went went to that club you mentioned and that. Black and white. Yeah, 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 white, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's yeah, one in yeah. Felton
1: as well yeah. Yeah. called Black no and White. white. Yeah. yeah, but it's not n- not linked up. Nothing to do yeah, with it, yeah, but yeah, I yeah, think yeah, like yeah. people that went there were like, Yeah, you know, they got a black
3: and white out here as well. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, yeah, sick. Nah, it was cold, yeah, man. It's cold. Oh, man, this is real nice though, boys, man. I appreciate you lot. And, um, you know, we won't get too, too, um, sycophantic or whatever, but um, you lot are an inspiration to me, and you know, I appreciate what you've done for my community and culture. And you know, the nuance of representation is such that that everyone wants to be represented and I never felt represented until you lot come along. So
1: oh, thank you and man. love.
0: Thank you, bro. And likewise. Bro. Yeah. us man. Yeah. Like
1: we just want to be you when we grow up. <laughs>
3: yeah, that's, that's real. Yeah. But if you work as hard as a ten-year-old in Cali football, then I'm, you can be I'm right. yeah, I'm going swimming lesson. <laughs> lessons. As soon as lockdown starts, I'm going to swimming lessons. Well, boy, if I don't get a job soon, I might have to be a swimmer teacher again. You know lockdown, what I mean? so I might man. be around for lessons.
0: Do you know what I always used to say that as well? Because I used to work at a call center, and uh, ev- after every series, I go probably back to the call center for me. Then if nothing pops off, so uh, it's always good to have that on the back burner, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Swimming. Well, I, yeah,
3: for the first four years I always said, like, yeah, no. Nah, truth is, like, I'll just go back to work. I don't need none of this if it doesn't yeah. pop off. Yeah. And then when it popped off, I thought to myself, I can't say that anymore. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, I don't want to <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is too sick. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. want to keep doing this shit. This is weird. Yeah. <laughs> all right, also, yeah, another question we ask all our guests, which is very important. Mm-hmm. And I think this uh mm-hmm. yeah. this really uh describes what type of person you are as well. Um, right. what's your favorite sandwich?
3: Well, I got an automatic response to that. Perfect. But the fact that you said it shows what type of person you
0: are. <laughs> okay, one Makes set. me worried. Okay, one sec one sec. You got a top three then. Right,
3: well, straight up, egg and bacon. Yep,
0: yeah, nice.
3: Nice. Straight up.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. This
3: is the combo, man, a bit yeah. of catch. Yeah. The butter on both sides. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just keep it simple. Like that runny, is actually my, runny, my flex:
0: runny egg, crispy bacon. Yeah, not too crispy
3: though. Not as crispy as my missus likes to be yeah, right. okay, okay, but yeah, I mean, other, and, uh, other sandwiches. Like I, I know if I could say like a, um, there's a, a pork quesadilla. Does that count?
0: Yeah, bro. Yeah. Handhelds count. Yeah yeah yeah.
3: Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And also, I realized I said like bacon and pork. Yeah, you're and my favorite around. animal is. <laughs> yeah, but my favorite animal is pig, bro.
0: What's going on there? That's some self-destruction shit right there.
3: Yeah, I need to call the therapist, bro. (laughs) Yeah. Number three? Number three, go for the old classic. Being the old English boy that I am, I have to say the old cheese and pickle, bro. Oh, yeah,
0: that's a classic. Love a cheese and
3: pickle, bruv. Love a cheese and pickle. All
0: right, listen. Last question now. Are you our new best mate?
3: Well... I hope you guys you guys are my new best mate, but yeah. you got to tell me if I'm your new best mate.
0: 100%, man. You're a brother. Yeah. Nice yeah. Come on now.
3: Big yes, up, brother. Bro. Yeah. Love, 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 <laughs> love, you. love. This is the outro. See you later. And good luck.
0: Stay lucky, boy. Stay lucky, boy. A whole, ho ho! And it's not even Christmas. How are you uh. feeling?
1: Uh, after that, mate, I oh, feel ecstatic.
0: I am ready to do a backflip. I'm ready to Ed go does. kickboxing and get a role in Mandalorian. But listen, Ed, what a guy! What, what an a absolute man. guy! What a a jawline? A jawline sent from space. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. you know, to, Love a that. jawline sent from space to make me feel like my face is even fatter on screen, even rounder. Yeah, even rounder and redder yeah <laughs> thanks Ed thanks for that <laughs> no but yeah no you can never tell he's never in, in the his room. life we're, yeah of course not because he's used I to the compliments it. we we can't believe it when we've been complimented yeah I think they're lying yeah well you do I I think I feel like we're, okay brilliant finally that's what I thought I've my whole life for this compliment yeah you fucking moron and that's what I say to people when they compliment me I do because look skinny off. and
1: I am attractive yeah
0: yeah 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 now do you fancy me or not no I was just saying you're, I've seen people say nothing you're alright Fucking hell! Well, don't talk to me then. Compliment Fancy me. Compliment. Compliment. Yeah. Compliment.
2: Compliment. Keep
0: going. Back it up with another one. Yeah. Yeah. Go on. I'll take it. <laughs> you know, if you were brilliant, I'd compliment you. You're yeah. not, so yeah, yeah. that's not my fault. No, thought. that's yeah. No, fair. Yeah. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm very secure. Don't need a compliment. And love you all. You're all brilliant. Okay. <laughs> and, that so, and that was Ed Scrine. And that was <laughs> Ed Scrine. Yeah. And that was Ed Scrine. Uh, I mean, listen. The back catalogue speaks for itself. Yeah, uh, I I can't really say. Oh, look here to watch and look at. You know, it's Ed Skrein. So, yeah. you know, check out Deadpool if you ain't seen that amazing. Uh, check out uh, obviously Ill Manners. Just go on his IMDb. Just and check out what he's done yeah, and watch he's it. done so right? much Stuff. Yeah, you could even find his old rap shit as well. If yeah, you don't yeah, understand yeah. What that's all about, you know? Come on, so come on. See you lot in a bit. Yeah, see you, fannies, in a bit. Oh, not we got to now anyway. Um probably have an early night to be honest if you want we could play some online poker with zoom on now i'm going straight to bed straight to bed yeah cool just leave zoom on and i'll watch you sleep um, yeah i don't sleep in this room but uh, well just I'll, I'll leave it on leave it on yeah and then come back in the morning yeah and if any if i hear anything going on in your house i'll text you thank you all right yeah see pre- you later appreciate that cheers man Bye. Nice bye oh yeah also we have got to say that uh, you got must like and subscribe as well apparently
1: yeah, yeah. just click just click just on click it on, it's real yeah, easy lift your finger yeah.
0: drop it when you see the like or done. subscribe It done alright Yeah. also follow us on Instagram uh, and our new Twitch account because we'll be doing live episodes on Twitch every now and then so keep an eye out mm-hmm. both of them are the chatting shit podcast that's the chatting shit podcast alright so follow us on both of them and also, if you've got any questions, anything you want us to talk about, uh, hit us up on the email. That's chattingshit1 at gmail.com. Nice one. Sweet. Yeah? Yeah. See you later. Yeah. Hey, yo!
2: Hey, yo! Well, everyone shut the fuck up! I wanna give a crazy, stupid, dope fly shout out to everyone involved in this podcast. Nah, fuck that. Who's the brain that produces this show, man? Man like Rupert Magending. And who's the audio editor? James Torrance. Check it. Who's the video editor? Haha, James Lord! And who does all the uh, illustrations? It's Alice in the Ink! Mad on the visuals, bruh! Shout all the posse down at ACAST Laboratory. Hip-hop, hip-hop! Am I right, Hustler? You're not wrong, played by Valentino!